Hey, what's up, you guys? It's Aaron Gomez, and I'm host of The Mashup. We're here for another episode of Movie Talk. Today, of course, I have Keanu with me. Keanu, man, what up? Ah, uh, the usual, man, which is good to say. Good to say that it is the usual. Yeah, I mean, we're coming off, you know, a holiday weekend, and we kind of just, like, postponed this episode because we're like, all right, well, everyone's at the shore, so it's like, why are we rushing to even, you know, get this out? But, I mean, there's no doubt there was a lot of stuff that dropped, and I wanted to start this episode off, and I'm so curious what you're thinking because, you know, Terminator Dark Fate came out with a trailer and poster, and it's coming out November 1st, 2019. So, I mean, Keanu, what are your thoughts on, like, this whole new trailer? And, you know, James Cameron's set to produce, but that's like, you know, there's limitations to that role. Yeah, so um, the trailer was all right. It was, I mean, the film, the CGI, was it looked like it wasn't done. It wasn't polished. Oh, absolutely. Um, the trailer was okay, mediocre. Nothing about it. I mean, granted, I'm you know, there's not much, you know, my opinion left to do with the Terminator franchise. Uh, there's not much left that's going to make me go like, wow, that was like, I can't wait to see the next Terminator. Um, obviously, James Cameron being attached to it in some capacity is enough to be like, oh, this is interesting. It's a lot more interesting than the last one. But the trailer itself was was lackluster. Um, yeah, exactly. I, expect, I expected more, um, you know, especially with bringing back um, Arnold. Linda. Oh, Arnold Linda, and Linda. Yeah. Like both yeah. of them. You, you know, you I, I don't know. You expect more. Uh, and I like, you know, I've already gone on the record that I'm a huge fan of Gabriel, Gabriel Luna. Yep. Um, I liked Mackenzie Davis and Blade mm-hmm. Runner and, um, that, and then, uh, Sandra. Black Mirror. She was, yeah, Black Mirror. Yeah, Black Mirror, yeah. Um, but I don't know. It, and nothing about it was, was anything too exciting. It felt very formulaic. It felt very, it felt very much like the last trailer for, for Genesis or whatever, G- whatever, G- which one. G- Genesis. <laughs> yeah, Genesis. You know, like it just, you know, I, I, I it did look kind of cool with what they were doing with um, Gabriel Luna's Terminator, with like the, the exoskeleton like coming out of the liquid. It was that was neat, but yeah. um, you know, it's just it's just a, it was it was a Terminator trailer, and it felt very much like the last few Terminator trailers. So I'm, you know, like the fact meh. that this whole thing, this whole new trend of retconning previous movies like this addition <laughs> you know like they're just yeah. trying to they're trying to get every 80s star they can to get a rollback like like say alien 5 like that's you know that's on the shelves right now but still you know like halloween like that type of shit but alien i honestly five, good man alien 5 I, I feel like with neil with neil it behind happen. it it would it would have been great that would have been yeah. one of the few ones that like from the just from the inception would have been like yeah you got my attention and it would have been shot nice because Neil's a visual guy, and like, yeah, having yeah. that updated, uh, like with like, just District Nine, it would have been great. But like, we're gonna have to wait for that. But I mean, when I look at this trailer, like I agree with you, it's like Terminator uh, Genesis, but like it was just so underwhelming. Like I, it was more spectacle than actual. Like I thought they were gonna go at least. I, what I hoped for was that they at least went to the nitty gritty, like small budget horror. But it kind of felt like uh, it's just underwhelming, and you know Mackenzie Davis is, a, you know, of course you got to step up the Terminator, like oh a newer, bigger, badder Terminator, and you know Mackenzie Davis, she human, you know Gabriel Luna, he can like clone himself or whatever, um, you know from like previous reports I heard from like Collider, like Stevie Weintraub, he said that he and like a group of people saw footage and like they were praising it, 
and he said that like this trailer was kind of just showing off the spectacle because he was like it's kind of hard to attract people to come back to Terminator. It's because, like, do you attract new people? Do you attract people from the old franchise? So they they wanted to throw this teaser out to, like, you know, try to get, like, a new reinvigoration. But like, I mean, they could have done better. (laughs) Yeah, they could have done a lot better. And I'm like, and I had this Game of Thrones issue because I'm like, yo, I can't even see what's going on in the dark scenes. I'm like, (laughs) they they had to step that up. And, you know, like, being re- released in November 1st, 2019, I mean, I guess that's, like, a good spot for it. But, you know, the poster came out, too. And it says, like, the day after Judgment Day. I'm like, where's John Connor? Like, I'm kind of curious. Yeah, but, seriously. Like, like, Yeah, you can go. No, I, I, I'm, like, torn. Like, I don't know. Like, we've had so – like, we've had the whole retconning thing that you mentioned. We've had mm-hmm. so many John Connor and Kyle Reese moments that it's like, okay, maybe we do need something fresh. But at the same time, I feel like they're so ingrained in the Terminator franchise. And like Arnold, like they don't want you, none of us want to get rid of Arnold. Oh, yeah. So like, I feel like they, they, yeah, they should have um, Linda back. They should have Arnold back. They should have the new faces like Gabriel. But they should also have some type of John Connor. I mean, he's the main. He's the main element. Like he's the the the, the champion of the people. So yeah, I absolutely agree. Like, where's John? Yeah, I kind of have like a theory because I'm um, in the trailer. Linda was like, "Oh," or Mackenzie Davis is like, "What? Why do you like? Why do you think she's important?" Well, she's like, "Well, I kind of was her." in the past like she's like oh i was just like her like you know she had to get protected and blah 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 and like i was having a theory i'm like what if sarah connor's like technically not important anymore and like it moved on like the prophecy of saving the human race moved on to like another woman i feel like that's what they're doing and that makes me angry that makes makes me me like i don't want to yeah i don't want to see that i don't want to see that (laughs) i mean i can see why they're doing it because they want to keep the franchise going but like you should like pay respect like let terminator die it's not meant to be like a 20 movie arc yeah it's, exactly exactly it's supposed to be like a limited series like maybe you know four at most three at most i don't know i think three would be a perfect cutoff but i yet again i don't think they're gonna bring linda hamilton to actually have her just be a one-off movie i don't know who knows like i don't even know if arnold even wants to do more of these like we just i just need to see another trailer you know like i'm not just not sold yeah, on it agreed um you know, I mean, James Cameron, he's producing it, but it's like, do you remember when Gen- Genesis came out and James Cameron had an ad saying, oh, I love it. It felt fresh. Um, and I was like, why the fuck would he say that? Like, how much did they pay him <laughs> to say that? Like, I mean, if you know movies, like producing has its own limits. Like Christopher Nolan produced the Man of Steel movies. It's like, it's not like, and like, we you know how those turned out. It's like, it's not much creative control, but. Right, I would never you know? imagine. I would never imagine Man of Steel has Nolan. Like, I forget. I honestly forget that he would pre-produce them. Exactly. And it, it, you put when you when you watch Man of Steel, you and you ask somebody afterwards, like, do you think Christopher Nolan touched that? They'd be like, no, no, not with a ten foot pole. He was nowhere near that production. Like that movie. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So yeah, that's a that's a good point. And like, uh, I don't know. We'll see how it goes. Like this. I mean, if anything, with James, like the way they advertise it, he's putting his neck on the line. With the um, trailer, he says produced by you know James Cameron coming back, like hyping it up, and I'm like, yeah, like I know you got sixty Avatar movies, but like, I don't know. Ugh. I feel like I feel like he's just relying heavily on like the fact that he did Titanic and all that shit. But like, you know what I mean? Like he still has to throw something out. But I mean, Avatar was so like okay to me. I didn't wasn't blown away, but yeah, it was I more agree. Visual aspect. 
But like, you know, other news like this past week was, you know, Star Wars Rise of Skywalker had a Vanity Fair magazine. They had two new covers with Rey and Kylo Ren. And it's kind of cool because they had like the Knights of Ren in these pictures and they had ancient weapons instead of lightsabers. And Carrie Russell, who's Zora, Zori Bliss, who's actually like a, you know, a Boba Fett type of character. And Richie D. Grant as General Pride. They don't really know who he's going to be. And um, this actress, Naomi Aki, who's playing Janna, who people are thinking about as Lando's daughter. Um, I mean, they went into the article saying, you know, the Trinity, unlike Last Jedi, they'll all be together. And there'll be new planets like Pisana. And I, uh, but like, I'm, I need Star Wars to like win me over. And I think the last trailer did because, you know, Palpatine's in it. Um, you know, Zori Bliss, who's like a female looking, you know, Boba Fett type of character. I mean, I guess we'll do that route, but I'm more excited that for the Mandalorian than I am for like Star Wars episode nine, to be honest. Same. Yeah. So it's like, you know, if, if, is this new Janna character going to be Lando's daughter? I wouldn't be surprised because, like, this movie's going to be an, uh, apparently, you know, an ending to a nine-movie, sh- like, arc. So, like, you know, it's the, all the Skywalkers and stuff. But, I mean, I would like to hear your thoughts and, you know, if, like, what are your thoughts and, like, how hyped are you for this movie, you know? Um, I'm, I'm like, like my, my amount of hypeness is on a, like, varies depending on, like, my, t- the time of day and my mood. Um, I, I love Star Wars. Um, Every, I'm I'm always ready for more. That being said, I can be ready and still be a little tired. Um, and we've 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 talked about this in previous um, recordings that you know there are there Star Wars fatigue is true. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I want I want this movie. Um, I want to love it. Um, I when I saw Last Jedi the first time, I think I had a lot of like nostalgia fueling me, and yeah. so like I I was, came out of it like oh that was great. Um, and as time went on, I'm not going to say like I became one of the people who were like one of the detractors. It's like, oh, that was garbage. Um, I just think it's an okay movie. I think yeah, the force, the force. Of, and it's, it's weird because I love the characters. I love Ray. I love Finn. I love Poe. I love mm-hmm. everything about them. I think they're they're better than like every character, almost almost every character introduced in the prequel trilogy. Um, oh, besides besides Obi-Wan. So like um, I'm really excited and the trailer did do a lot for me, and, and like you said, even like the Palpatine laugh at the end was like, oh, like it get it got that that Star Wars you know fanboy in me excited. Yeah. Um. So, yeah. I I want them to, and, and I hope the the Trinity stays together because I'm tired of these like I want I'm tired of these separate missions. Like I want it to be, um, I really wanted the old Trinity, the old Trinity, but you know they're dead and gone. But yeah, um, you know exactly. within the story at least. Um. And, but the new Trinity, I want them together. This whole film, like I don't want them on a separate mission. I don't want them doing this. I want them all together. I want them. I want the story to like put as much as it can in it. You know, like they're dealing with the Knights of Ren, which was totally glanced over in the last film. They're dealing with Palpatine now. That came out of nowhere. Not nowhere, but it feels like it came out of nowhere. So they have to deal with all that. Absolutely. Um, so I feel like I feel like the film has to do a lot in two hours. Yeah, and I don't know how they're gonna do it, uh, but. You know, I enjoy JJ as a director, so I'm I'm hoping that he pulls it off. I, I honestly think JJ's the sa- the safest bet, and that's why Disney went with him. Yep, you completely know, cause, agree. Yeah, because like Ryan Johnson, like we we did mention this in the last episode. Like it pissed me off when they said, "Oh yeah, we didn't have a three story arc. We kind of just gave it but to now, the director." So but now, like, out of nowhere, did you see the the most recent article? Now they're now they're saying that the ending of um. Rise of Skywalker was planned from the beginning. And now they're saying that. All right. I'll believe, so I don't know like, what to believe with them. Yeah, it's tough because it's like, all right, I, are you trying to like cover your ass right now? Or 
I don't know. I feel like I honestly don't believe him. You know, um, she's uh, she's taking after her mentor because George, George Lucas was the same way. He like flipped back and forth about how much he planned of the of the of the, of the story. So it's like she literally learned from Lucas and she's doing the same thing. Ah, oh, jeez, it's this. I don't know. Like, well, yeah, it's just so much that has to be packed in. I hope it's not Game of Thrones, you know, for these two hours and shit. Yeah, yeah. Like literally, the Knights of Ren are nothing. Like, what Snoke is he? They like, should have. Another... It's so frustrating. They should have at least showed them and like touched on them in two, so that in three yes. we feel like a payoff. Like, it's it, like Ryan really just like ignored all, all the stuff set up in, in the first one. It's so frustrating. Like, is Snoke another premonition of? uh palpatine like i, I feel like he know. has to be for for snoke to even matter like yeah. if they were bringing palpatine back then it'd be one thing but since they're bringing him back it's like you it's like now you have to make that that snoke payoff worth it and you have to be like yeah this was like palpatine's like another this was like body. another another body like this was yeah. literally him just play, playing the game that he's always been playing he let himself get cut in half he planned that shit from the beginning like that's the only way you're gonna do it and you're gonna be like okay you know what i'm gonna rewatch the last jedi and be satisfied seeing snoke get cut in half that's the thing. Like, we have to watch the movie. Just like, I feel like if we watch it, hopefully, it will change our like perspective on Last Jedi and just be like, oh, so it does make sense, you know? Like, really tie the ends. Yeah, yeah, and, exactly. Like, like another cool tidbit was that you know the Leia footage. They had a ton of um, filmed footage of Leia that they didn't put on, and it was from you know uh, Force Awakens actually. And JJ had it saved. So I mean, I, like how like you know you got to wrap up Leia's story, and. I don't know how they're going to do that. I just don't know how they're going to do everything. But, like, if JJ has backup, like, deleted scenes and he's going to, like, mush them together to make fit the narrative, whatever. I trust him. You know, there's a reason why Disney dropped the original director for the last, um, for Rise of Skywalker and just went to JJ because he's just, like, yeah. the safest bet for them. And, yep. you know, I mean, like, anything you want to say this before we, like, move on to the real cool shit about Star Wars? <laughs> Uh, yeah, we can just move on because I'm sure we're going to have more Rise of Skywalker before it comes out. If there, if I think of anything, we can just do it in the next piece of news yeah. that comes up. Yeah, so like, I'm honestly going to download this game <laughs> after this uh, episode. But like, you know, Kathleen Kennedy was announcing and that like they're they're having a movie based on the Knights of the Old Republic. And it kind of came from BuzzFeed. So it's like kind of weird, but like a lot of news outlets are running with it. You know, like Daily Post and like all these websites. And um uh, they're actually getting Laeta Calogridis, who did Avatar and Shutter Island for um, Lucasfilm, to you know really pin the story about you know the Jedi's four thousand years ago. And the part I'm kind of confused is like, is this Ryan Johnson's trilogy or is this DB Weiss? And... It's definitely not Ryan. I feel like Ryan's is gone. Either gone. I feel like Ryan's yeah. is gone. Ryan's because there, there's no way you're gonna. It's, there's no. It's gone. Yeah, it's just like weird because especially they released their whole schedule and like, but like the thing is, these news outlets haven't confirmed saying, "Oh, it's a movie." Oh, DB Weiss and you know the producers of GOT are doing it. So that's the part I'm like, you know, hesitant to say. It's like it's the Game of Thrones guys taking over. But like, I'm, I honestly haven't played Knights of the Old Republic. But hearing this news, I do want to play it and like download it on my computer so I can get to know it. But I know from fans, they love that storyline. Yeah, every time I'm on. I, literally it's funny that you wrote it you wrote it that way because that's literally what it is like i i know of the game i know the cinematics are cool as hell because mm-hmm. I, I used to always see like the expansion D, um dlc videos at e3 but like yeah. literally every time i'm on anything star wars related the comments are like give me g- give me knights of the old republic give me that like every fan every reddit post everything is like oh this is like what we need right now yeah. so it's very interesting because it's like 
a piece of legacy content that like every it seems like everyone is on board to have more of. Yeah, and I'm down for down for it. They they literally have the material there. And it's just a matter if they're going to use it. And plus, you know, Knights of the Old Republic or even the Old Republic, like dude, those cinematics, like the new cinematic trailers they have, like the old ones, they low key kill the new new Star Wars movies in my mind. Like if you YouTube them, like they're just Oh like, yeah. Oh, they're, they're just they, they're they, disgusting they, to go with. Yeah, in such a good way. And I'm like, why can't we just make a CGI one? I wouldn't even care about that. But Legit. Um, you know, having this be away from the Skywalkers is the most liberating feeling in the world for me. Because I know we have a whole universe and this one family has to be the focus. But it, like the fact that it's in the prime era of Jedis and the Sith, like imagine armies of them coming at each other. Like, ugh, I can't wait. But, you know... Even though they didn't say like officially that it's a movie or a streaming service, obviously I think it's going to be a movie. Yeah, um, I think so too. But like the fact that they're getting uh, Lyetta to like you know pin the story, she'll be the first female writer since Empire Strikes Back. So that's like a cool fun fact. Um, oh wow! You know, I don't know the stories like Darth Revan and all that stuff, but you know, like you said, like all these players are always mentioning it, and I've. The people I follow on YouTube, they're like, "Oh, I'm so for it! Like, fuck it! Like, you know, four thousand years. This is there's no ties for any of this. Like, there's not going to be like a Mace Windu cameo or something or anything to tie us down. It's free limits from here." Um, but I'm kind of nervous because everybody's like, you know, DB Weiss and the GOT producers are like pinning it and directing it. I, yeah, writing. They're well, they're hi- highly involved, but yet again, they have like. People are bashing them right now, saying they wrote X Men Origins Wolverine. So, like, what are your thoughts on that? I know. I keep seeing that. It's like, I'm sorry, Wolverine or like X Men Origins is pretty damn bad. Like, it's yeah. So let me DB. Now I gotta see like I gotta see what they what they've done because at the end of the day, like a lot of the we've talked about this. The executives can get in the way a lot. They can really Mm -hmm. ruin something. So like, I don't know that I necessarily we can hold them completely to x-men origins you know like it it, it depends saying. on everything they've created so you know they have game of thrones they they've done some writing for it's always sunny um it's hard though because i where are they, i'm trying to find well either way while i'm looking yeah uh, i'm I, i'll put my two cents i mean like honestly wolverine the whole i mean people are bringing it up now and really backstabbing them for this last two seasons of game of thrones but i mean it's it, they they don't just give it to them. I feel like they've had long discussions that we just don't know, and mm-hmm. I think they're fine. I mean, you, if people have slip ups. It happens, but like I mean, I think we I, we learn from it, and I, they've gave they still have given us like good six seasons of Game of Thrones, and I like season seven actually. Um, and, I mean, it did feel Hollywood towards the end, but yet again, they ran out of material. You know, to really hark back. Will they make that mistake? I don't know, but I'm I'm still excited. Like they're gonna pin, you know. Hopefully, it's the Knights of the Old Republic. Like I'm actually excited for that. And I like, I guess people think people are really salty, like the fact that like the, the season finale of Game of Thrones, how it turned out. But I mean, I, I'm over it. Like once you get over the fact that it's contrived and it's rushed, it's like okay, like it's not bad. Right. Yeah. Um. And it's yeah. So it looks like only only uh, David Benoff did x-men origins like they usually write they usually write together but only he did x-men origins and he's also doing that upcoming movie gemini man with uh will smith okay but yeah x-men origin you know i don't know like i feel like x-men origins isn't that bad like it's a bad it's a pretty mediocre film but like the story beats aren't that bad 
So I'm gonna I'm gonna give them an apprehensive apprehensive support. I'm gonna give them some apprehensive support. Yeah, whatever. I mean, we're gonna we're getting a lot of stars. If you don't like the movies, you have Mandalorian, which is already t- it's it's already signed to do season two, and I'm so hyped for that. Like that just being I love immersed. me some Carl Weathers. I love oh, me some yeah. Pedro Pascal. Dude, Carl Weathers got so famous just like recently, like coming back and just doing roles. Like I feel like yeah. I don't know what it is. Like he's just reprising his role as an actor and like coming in these like different properties. And I'm like, all right, like respect. Bet, bet, bet. I'm good. Let's do this. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And um, yeah, you know, a lot of Star Wars. Fuck it. It's gonna be a lot of Marvel too. But this is like this next topic is kind of different because it's like it's one of the, you know it's one of the biggest mangas and you know animes out there and you know the most notable because of its you know design. So Akira is having a live action adaptation, which is being directed by Taika Waititi, and it's going to hit May twenty first, two thousand twenty one. So it's actually going to go up against Keanu Reeves' uh, John Wick four, and we'll get to that eventually. But I think like Akira is a hard movie, in my opinion, and I really don't know how he's going to do this if he's trying to keep it within. Um, if he's trying to reach a wide audience and keep it PG thirteen, which I don't think he should do, um, it, like I've seen Akira once and I thought it was going one way with bikers, and it went to like some whole existence like type <laughs> of mind trip, and I still don't know what happened to the ending. Um, but what are your thoughts? You know, Akira having live action, especially with like the kind of the stigma with animes coming to be live action. Yeah, it's tough cuz like we have a history of like just of like just like video game movies just like kind of ruining it. But um we also now are start we got Pikachu. Um and oh, you know, yeah, I, and, and in my in my opinion it's not it's not really a video game movie, but like Wreck-It Ralph, I feel like is a video game movie and that was like I feel oh, like that yeah. was fantastic. Mm-hmm. But like I feel like we're we you know, we're entering this this we're entering the stage of either decent or pretty good adaptations. Um so I'm in that regard yeah, we've we've done really bad with adaptations of of anime, but I feel like when I feel like he's a, I feel like he's a good director, and I feel like he probably really wants to do the material justice. So, and just the idea of a live action adaptation, I'm I'm like okay, I, I'm not immediately turned off by it. And then in regards to the, I mean, I've only seen bits and pieces. I still have to see the full thing, but it's it's like that. It's the like the film that everyone references online. Like it's like, especially if you're into like, I don't know, like not vaporwave, but you know, just kind of like that that whole atmosphere. Like if you're into that type of stuff, that's like everyone's like Akira. You know, like Akira is like the the bread and butter. It's you know the the one and only. Um, it's kind of you know like Cowboy Bebop that type of stuff. Where like there's these animes in anime. There's these landmark pieces. Um, so I hope he does. I mean, like you said, I hope. I hope he's allowed to do boss the wall. I hope he's allowed to do a, a really de- a really direct adaptation and isn't you know watered down by PG thirteen rating. But um, I think the setting is really cool, and yeah. I I hope I hope that he's he's given free reign, and I hope we get it. You know, it's twenty twenty one, so we we won't get a trailer anytime soon. Okay. But I will be I will be looking forward to seeing the trailer because I I'm I'm interested. Yeah, and like especially with casting and stuff, I wonder how they're gonna do their spin. And he says that it won't. He says it won't be whitewashed, and it's gonna be yeah. true. But we'll see because executives always find a way to to fiddle with that. Yeah, I mean, he's gonna have to go through some tears to actually get to what he wants, you know. And I don't know. I don't really. I don't really know what studios behind this movie. Um, 
but you know taika with thor ragnarok like we have a good impression of him and like what's that show he does um uh what we do in the shadows yeah what we do in the shadows is getting like good praise yeah i think it's already been renewed for a season two yeah there you go and it's yeah pokemon i, f- I completely forgot about that because i still have to see it um i see it too <laughs> yeah i mean I, I hear good things it's fun and you know aladdin came out this weekend there's a lot of stuff that's just coming out i just been slacking but having taika akira is a thing like akira was revolutionary in its art style and you know the whole cyberpunk vibe and like like at the when it's at the time it was released like there wasn't like violent animes or like cartoons and like that really like started it and but it's such a complicated story that people just don't know until you start watching it because even if you watch the trailer you're like oh i think i got it and then it's like, holy fuck! Like, what is going on with this shit? Like, it's like, um, <laughs> like how, like, what's his budget? Is he gonna have freedom with it? You know, like it's it's such a, I don't know. Like, if you want to do a, it's real, a difficult game. It's a difficult it's game so because it's hard. like, where does the budget fall so that it doesn't automatically lose money when it doesn't pull everybody in? But then, like, how do you, you need to give it enough budget because it's in Neo Tokyo? So like, you need mm-hmm. to have a really cool setting. It's hard. It's definitely hard, and it's like. He's, he definitely has a challenge in front of him. Yeah, it just hats off to Taika. We'll see how it goes. You, you still got you still got a lot of time, and if it's in May, fuck, like that's that's a start of summer. Like you got to have some confidence, you know, in this yeah. property. Yeah, like to really because John Wick's already John Wick Chapter Four. I'm not surprised it's by that you know that week, and you know it's already killing it and. It, the fact that you want to start off a new property and plus like people didn't like ghost in the shell as much like on a may 21st summer release i mean that shows the confidence in the studio but we'll see how it goes you know we're gonna move on to like you know some dc news with uh, a swamp thing say before we go swamp thing yeah yeah i didn't watch the ghost in the shell anime but i i, I mean I, I i enjoyed the film i thought it was like fun like i I didn't, yeah. but I didn't watch the anime, so I, I don't want to. Anyway, I don't want to like disrespect anybody because I know like I'm really adamant about my adaptations, but I enjoyed the film when I watched it. Yeah, and well, I enjoyed the film, and it, the thing, the only issue I had was one, you know, Ghost in, Ghost in the Shell was violent. It was very violent, and what they did with the movie was like cramming three storylines, which was you know like it was spread across like three different seasons or three movies into like one movie. So it's kind of like. It it was pretty good for what they pulled off, in my opinion, and I think it's better than um, Captain Marvel because a lot of people were like shitting on Alita. Oh no, 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 I'm thinking about different movies, but no, no, yeah, Ghost in the Shell. I mean, Ghost in the Shell was all right. I'll just say that. I was actually talking about Alita. Did you see that movie? No, I didn't. I it was definitely not on my radar. Like it was just like okay, yeah. they kept delaying it, and I was like, all right, well now I'm definitely. If I ever had an interest, now I'm definitely not watching it because it's been delayed like six times. See, I fucked up and I said the three story into one movie. That I meant to say that about Alita, but never mind. But yeah, Ghost of the Shell was okay. I mean, it was definitely more violent, but it, it's a, it's a money move because you you get obviously more money with a PG thirteen release, so it's obvious. Um, you know, Swamp Thing just actually released a new trailer today. And it actually had a lot of promos going out for it. And honestly, I've seen reviews on it from, like, Grace Randolph. And I'm hearing good things, man. And I'm excited because they're really toning down on the horror. And, you know, James Wan's producing. We're always saying his fucking name. But <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's, he's everywhere. He's, yeah. It's him and Suicide Squad. That's every. That's it. I know. But if you're following the news, it's always there. It's always there. But, I mean, it looks awesome, man. May 31st is coming out. 
do man, I DC buy? DC Universe has been killing it. Do I buy a fucking service? Because I'm. You I have, still have to, man. You have to. Because I want. I want Game of Thrones season. I mean, not Game of Thrones. I want. Um, <laughs> I want a Doom Patrol season two. So I need more support, man. I need to make sure I get Doom Patrol. Doom Patrol season two. Titans season two is already confirmed, but I want game. I want Doom Patrol season two. Yeah, but these are sick. Like these are nice properties. And dude, I didn't. I don't remember anything from Swamp Thing except Justice League Dark. And like the old sci-fi live-action Swamp Thing, and now seeing this modern day with the graphics, like it looks nice. Yeah, it and, does look really good. I mean, if no one knows, you know, Swamp Thing centers on a CEC researcher, Abby Arcane. She comes back to Louisiana, and kind of there's, there's this kind of like outbreak that's happening, and they kind of like, you know, gets into the horror aspects of it, but, um. You know, the first trailer I saw for this, he looked like a bad guy. But yet again, um, I heard there's like another creature that's like similar to him being a villain. But the tone is perfect, I think. So but like, what are your thoughts on Swamp Thing? I'm pumped for it, man. Um, yeah. It's like what it's what it's kind of reminds me of like like Daredevil wasn't horror, but like Marvel Netflix Daredevil. It was really exciting because it was like it was gritty. It was like something that was different from the rest of the MCU. Um, and with Swamp Thing, um, the the DC Universe shows have already been kind of have already been gritty, so it's not as much of a fresh breath. But the heart element looks really really cool. Yeah. Um, and 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 like I said, I'm 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 a I'm a huge fan of Doom Patrol. Um, I ended up being really surprised by Titans. So I mean, DC Universe is killing it, and I cannot wait for Swamp Thing. Yeah, I'm curious because like I hear you know I'd say that between the two is the top is Doom Patrol, and then Titans is okay. I hear. Um, you know, we'll swamp thing top of this. I'm like, I'm hearing really good things about it. And I'm like, 10, how much is DC universe a month? Like five? I want to say $7. Damn. There's they, so many streaming services, man. I hate it. Ugh. The only, th- the only thing I can say is they finally listened. Cause I said this a while ago that I said, DC universe add every comic, like add every comic from two, from like a year and back. And they finally did that this like last month or the month before. So now it's like, now it's even, now it's kind of even more like it's a comic book service with TV shows, with TV which shows. is what which is yeah. what is always kind of kind of should have been because you're never going to have enough TV shows to justify, yeah, getting making a, another service. But the comics uh, with some TV shows is a little bit more is a, is a little bit easier of a pill to swallow. So for you personally, do you read your comics on an iPad or do you use a laptop? Like, what's your choice of reading these comics? Um, I. I I try to do iPad because I, I feel like it's, a, it's viewer friendly. Yeah. Um, laptop and on the TV sometimes can get a little wonky with the controls, but iPad is easy because it's like you can s- s- pinch swipe. to zoom in, swipe. Yeah. It feels like you're really reading it. So I try to do iPad, but every once in a while I'll just straight up use my browser. Now that's cool because I, I was just saying like you know there's a lot of streaming services and I'm like I just want to like I'm already getting Disney Plus is going to have my money guaranteed. Right, that's already that, like that's already guaranteed. That's and not that, even a, a question. Yeah, and that's gonna have it's gonna be six dollars, and it's like you're gonna have that. You might as well cancel your cable bill at this point. Like I already have Netflix, I have Hulu, which is free technically because of Spotify. Right, and <laughs> the exact same thing. Yeah, and I'm like, all right, like they have to wait, like figure a way to funnel all this shit into one thing. But yet again, it wouldn't be different from cable. You know what I mean? So. Warner Brothers. There was talk that if DC Universe's subscription numbers don't go up, Warner Brothers was gonna was gonna um, uh, what the hell is the word I'm looking for? Not splinter, shut, shutter, shutter it, shut like they're gonna you know close it down and 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 just bring that all that content onto its own Warner Brothers streaming service, which is like okay, that's smart. it depend it depend like if the Warner Brothers streaming service is ten dollars and it has all of Warner Brothers content and it has 
all of DC's universe's content, that's both, both worth the comics it. and the films, that's then it's worth, worth it. it. Yeah, because like, if you were talking, or if we're talking big franchises, Warner Brothers is there, opposite to Marvel and Disney. You know, so that's that's enough content, like personal movie, like outside, like our nerdy shit. Like, there's a lot of content for movies, and um, you know, Warner, Warner, they already own so many properties. Like, I would get DC Universe just to watch Batman: The Old Animation and have it play on my TV all day. Like, that's nah, it's, it's, it is no, it actually is worth it. Like. Uh, two nights ago, not two nights ago, like like a week or so ago, mm-hmm. I was like, I have nothing to watch, and then I just went on DC Universe and I put on Batman Beyond, and I was like, Yo, I forgot how good oh. this shit is. Yo, that's such a throwback. Wow. Oh, it's so good. It's so good. It's like, I, damn, yo, this is gritty as hell. Like, this is good. That was gritty. Like, I, I wonder, I wonder if they'll ever reach that point where we can do Batman Beyond. But yet again, we're already like, you know, on that Robert Pattinson shit still. But we'll see how <laughs> that goes. And I, it's gonna be a while, so. I mean, like speaking of streaming services, like Jessica Jones, the final season trailer just dropped, and you know it's f- actually getting its re- release date of June fourteenth. You know, this is a little short synopsis of it saying when Jessica Jessica Jones crosses path with a highly intelligent psychopath, she and Trish must repair their fractured relationship and team up to take him down. But a devastating loss reveals their conflicting ideas of heroism and sets them on a collision course that will forever change them both. So it's like. Jessica Jones is literally the cherry on top for the rest of the whole Marvel Netflix. Um, I didn't see two, and I haven't seen Luke Cage two, but I heard Luke Cage two was like a hit or a miss for some people, especially how it ended. Um, what are your thoughts on this? Because I love Jessica Jones season one, but you know, two I have to get on still. Um, literally what you just said. I love season <laughs> one. I didn't watch season two. I have to get around to watching it. But it's one of those things where like we already know. I, I can't help but feel defeated and drained knowing that it's been canceled. Like and and knowing the whole MCU Netflix universe has been canceled, that's like I I don't really have the drive to watch it. I want to watch either. it, but I don't really have the drive. I had there's so many other shows, so many other streaming services, and the show has been canceled for the all of the shows have been canceled for so long that it's like, yeah, it came out. Okay, next. Yeah, it's like the fact that you're telling us that it's over. It's like what what am I wasting my time for? Exactly. Like, you know, so I mean, I f- hopefully they have a story where, it, you know, really wraps it up nicely instead of like, you know, feel like Game of Thrones, like where it's right. too fast. But you yeah. know, I don't know if I don't know if they changed their episode count. So like that's that's a factor too because usually they went for twelve, right? The, Thir- um, Thirteen, and then yeah, uh, Iron F- Iron Fist season two was the only one that cut it down to ten, but. I can tell you right now, if if anything, it, it won't be a Game of Thrones. It won't feel rushed because one of the only complaints I've had about the MCU Netflix universe has been besides been Daredevil is being yeah. Besides Daredevil is like they're just too long. They mm-hmm. just they end up like wait wait like they end up like two or three episodes too long. So I doubt that'll end up happening. Yeah, that's what I that's what I felt for mainly Iron Fist and Luke Cage season one because Luke Cage season one. It just the middle portion of it just felt so draggy, and I'm like, well, it definitely gets dragged. Right. It definitely gets bogged down by the fact that like you lose one of your strongest elements, like however many episodes in. Like Cottonmouth was fantastic, and then you lose him, and you're like, uh, what do I do now? Yeah, because it started off so strong with the you know setting the tone and like the atmosphere, like where Luke Cage lives, and I don't know. I still managed to binge it. I can't lie. Yeah, same. I did too. It kind of just blended it in where it's like, all right, I don't know what the fuck I just watched. And like, I thought it was like, you know, it could. Yeah, obviously, that's the biggest complaint. It's been like there for a while that every Mar- Netflix show is like too long. Um, did they have that complaint with Defenders? I'm kind of wondering. No, if anything, it was underwhelming. No, actually, mm, you know what? That's a good question. I can't remember. I feel like it. 
It was shorter. It was like it, six, it, it was it was shorter. It was like six episodes. Seven. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean yeah. that 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 was underwhelming in my opinion. I thought it was a missed opportunity. Um, yeah, I mean, what are, what are your thoughts on Defenders? I enjoyed it. I mean, it wasn't. I don't, I don't know if I went into it maybe with lower expectations, but it was it was fun. Like it was fun when I watched it because it kind it felt. I maybe maybe I didn't judge it too. Much. Maybe I didn't really judge it on its actual value and more just the idea of like, oh my god, like the Netflix version of Avengers, like. I think I was definitely like um, biased in that regard because I just thought it was just like so interested in the fact that it was a crossover. But yeah. I enjoyed it with the first. I haven't watched it again or anything. Like I've rewatched Daredevil, but I haven't rewatched Defenders. So maybe that that goes that just explains how I feel about it. Well, that's the thing. I might want. I haven't rewatched any of them either except Daredevil season one and two. And Cause it's so good. It's so it's much so better than everything. Good. Else. <laughs> well, I haven't watched. I haven't watched season three again, but I did love season three. I can't lie. Oh um, yeah, it was so good. And it's like. <clears throat> It just sucks that they're gone. Um, maybe it, will they ever reboot them? I think it's kind of way too early. And I don't want to reboot. I want. I don't. No. I, just, I want a continuation, man. I want like we have good I casting. Don't wanna, yeah, yeah. I just want to. I mean, I think that I honestly think they should. I mean, I don't think they'll do it, but I, they, they should just make Ooh. a Daredevil movie. Like they should just make a Daredevil movie. Yeah, no, they really should. Cause like, all right, <laughs> I was gonna wait till you know bonus round, but marvel ultimate alliance like there's like a lot of new shit there and like having daredevil being there and like we you dropped the whole mutant trailer and on your facebook and i was like dude i have to get this game like i have to yeah and, they're they're doing a really good job of of because of, every game between ultimate alliance 2 and now has been be either a phone game or a mo- like or a port of a, a phone game, and it's had almost zero X Men because Disney didn't own X Men at the time. Yeah. So I, I feel like Disney was like, like D- Disney got whoever made this game like a year ago, and they're like, hey, listen, we're buying them, so you can throw them in. And now it's like the fruits of their labor, and like everyone's like, yes, finally X Men in a game. Yeah. It. Uh, it's just like you know i i mentioned this last episode i was just scared that you know the whole reboot i I called it a re- reboot for ultimate alliance for this new generation would just be like primarily the movies and i was like please don't do that but then you were right i watched a video and they had um a special achievement called the midnight suns and i was like oh my god thank god like thank god like there's gonna be some <laughs> in but i'm now curious i'm like are they gonna use like ghost rider with gabriel luna or you know, I mean Robbie Reyes, but like I think they will. I think it will because they've been really pushing them. But it, yeah. maybe they'll have like, maybe they'll have costumes because the other ones yeah. had costumes. Yeah, like you know alternate skins to them. I hope they do. Yeah, so like even you know going off of Marvel, there was like a it's a rumor, but like Marvel Studios is considering developing a number of movies and TV shows based on alternate timelines, so AKA the Marvel multiverse, and they were. This may even lead to, you know, the Ultimates, a big screen adaptation. Um, but they're really trying to reference, like, the modern take of them. And this group's led by Captain Marvel and Black Panther, and it consists of heroes like Spectrum, Blue Marvel, Miss America, and, like, all these other characters. Um, but, like, you know, since the whole multiverse is being introduced into, you mean, post-Endgame, I mean, this would be a cool idea, but I think, like, we need to just, you know, we're still kind of, like, young where I just want to, like, get the main characters out, like the X-Men and Fantastic Four, instead of, like, you know, just the Ultimates. And I'm not really familiar with them that much, to be honest. Uh, I'm actually, 
I want it. It needs to be a film, though. Like the alt, like the modern day Ultimates, the mm-hmm. the six one six version. Yeah. Um. It it's actually a pretty refreshing, or at least for me, like, and I feel like I think there was a pretty niche like audience. I think a lot. I think it had a small but dedicated fan fan base. Um. It was like it was it was it's like a different. It's it's an Avengers type group, but with like a different agenda and like a different like a di- whole different feel for it. Yeah. So. Um, I I think it has to like for them to do an adaptation, it has to be a film to do it justice. But the lineup, um, Black Panther, Blue Marvel was pretty was pretty cool. He's an underappreciated uh, character. Spectrum was pretty cool. Um, I personally like Miss America, but I know a lot there's some people who are like, oh my god, like calm down with like SJW. <laughs> but um, I thought the I thought the team was pretty cool. Um, I, one of the main elements of it though was Galactus actually. So mm-hmm. I don't know. So like I don't know how that will work because they obviously aren't going to introduce him in the Ultimates. And also the main storyline was turning him into a, a, instead of being a word a world devourer the devourer they made him a world peacemaker world like creator. So you can't do that because you'd have to you need him to be around for a couple years as a world as a world destroyer. Yeah. So it's a cool idea, but I I don't know. It's it's it dependent on a lot of things that I don't see them being able to pull off. Yeah, I think it's I think Yeah, I think it's just too big and I think we need to establish all these other characters and I think it's too early for us to be this big after Endgame, you know? Like even if it's mm-hmm. down the line, I think we're we're you know, they've been mentioning Moon Knight and like, you know, Shang Chi is gonna be smaller. And like Yeah, you know, I, I think Shang Chi is gonna link to the Mandarin. Because they've been mentioning that the Mandarin's going to come back into Phase Four, like the real Mandarin. And reading Shang Chi's um, storyline, he really his father his father's like the bad guy, and he calls a hit on him. And I'm like, what if Shang Chi's dad was the Mandarin, and like he was the one in, t- in like in charge of the Nine Rings or whatever it's called. Ten. Um, yeah, the Ten Rings. Yeah, so it's like That'd that's be just dope. yeah, that's just my idea how they can tie Shang Chi because he's such a small character and he's not really you know crazy super powered. Um, I mean, in regards to the Ultimates, I'm like, maybe we could do that, but maybe they'll make it like a Captain America Civil War where it's like a Captain Marvel sequel so they can really boost Captain Marvel yeah. and like yeah, you know, cool. just have Black Panther and these other characters. So it's like a Civil War, you know what I mean? Like it's kind of like a two, like a three, yeah. 4.5 Avengers movie. Um, yeah. But like I told you, like I don't, I'm not familiar with them. Um, I'm about to read Savage, Savage Avengers. Like I, I can't wait to read that. Yeah, it looks pretty dope. Um, but I mean... You know, Marvel has their trust. I just like I think it's so important for them what they do now is because like now they have to hold people's attentions after this whole Endgame shit. So yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's like you know more rumors are like coming out, and there's rumors that like Sony wanted to do put Deadpool into the Spider-Man three movie. Um, this has been going around for like for a couple of days now, and really when it comes down, it comes down to it. It's Sony and Marvel has such a weird, oh, so weird, such a weird deal because like Sony still has control like who shows up in these movies at the same time, and you know this this actually got debunked this rumor and instead of Deadpool they want they're trying to get you know Venom aka Tom Hardy to be in it but yet again we don't know if Kevin Feige would like to even associate the him with the Marvel uh, cinematic universe because like well the reviews are still pretty bad. Um, but it's kind of weird because Sony's in control of what they want, you know, for Tom Holland. Yeah. And, you know, it's such a weird, um, you know, relationship. But, like, what are your thoughts if either having Deadpool and Venom on, like, the Spider-Man sequel? 
uh i mean i'm i'm at the point where i'm like just throw everybody in this damn movie like we've talked about it before i love spider-man every once in a while he needs a, he needs help he needs nick fury he needs tony stark to make these things worthwhile considering this is like our ninth spider-man movie in the last two decades so i i mean the 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 rumor getting debunked it, it explains itself i mean sony sony gets final say marvel owns daredevil now marvel doesn't own spider-man so like marvel and it's such a weird setup where it's like marvel makes these films it's like if you had like it's like if you had a friend and like you need to get i don't i don't even know like you need to get something done like you need to make a you need to make a dessert and you're like yo i suck at baking can you make this for me but i'm still gonna i'm still but i'm still gonna take it and like bring it to my work my work party and like that's that's what this film is it's like sony being like look we still own this character but we suck so how about you make it because you're pretty good at it um and then we'll reap the benefits and you reap the benefits and uh you know so sony marvel reaps the benefits through merchandising and all that so they definitely want it to succeed but they don't also don't want to like um like rely too much on it because it's in the mcu but it's it's just making it because of the deal that they made so i don't think they'll introduce deadpool i think it'd be a cool idea i think it'd be i think it'd be a genius idea but like if that introducing deadpool makes the movie like a billion dollar movie marvel gets none of that money so like why would they want to make something too you know what i'm saying like i don't they don't want to make it too crazy um venom i love venom i wish he would be in the movie but it's kind of weird because it's us like the sony spider-man universe so like you said i don't know if kevin even wants to associate with that but at the same time sony could be like look like if you want spider-man for another movie you gotta put venom in it and he's gotta do it because i mean it's a risk because one you know morbius is coming out with jared leto it's like if that fucks up like you know that's taint that's going to taint their their vision of what you know marvel uh cinema mcu is yeah and yeah. if deadpool's in there this i mean is this a way to introduce pg-13 deadpool which i think is a step back but will, you know would they go that route i think the only way pg-13 Deadpool works is in a scenario like spider-man where he's like literally like hey hi spider-man I'm going to not curse now because you're my, fr- you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know, some, 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 like become more self-aware. And he, he's straight up like references the fact that he's PG-13 solely because he's friends with Spider-Man and Spider-Man movies have to be PG-13. But yeah. again, I don't, I mean, I, we will have to just wait and see because these are such like, these are both very big rumors to have. Very so big. You're, you're either getting a PG-13 Deadpool, who's also kind of a which Deadpool's honestly a very similar situation as Venom, because Deadpool Ryan Reynolds' Deadpool is its is its own film series, see, like it's see. outside of the MCU. So it's kind of like either way, either one of these rumors, it, it's the same scenario of Marvel of Marvel being either forced or deciding to take pre-existing characters with their actors from other cinematic universes to bring them into theirs, which I feel like Kevin is such a control mastermind that I feel like he'd be very, 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 very apprehensive about doing that. Yeah. And plus uh, Kevin doesn't like AV Arad who or Arad, whatever, who's, who's been with the Spider-Man universe, like the Sony ones and the reboots and everything since like the beginning. And it's just weird. Cause if like what, how, how much are we going to use Deadpool? Is Deadpool going to be the villain or is he going to be, a ca- I mean, I would, I would love a cameo. That's it. Like a short, you know, minute cameo. That's it. But nothing like him being a critical role. But I mean, it'd be cool to see a buddy cop, but it's weird. Cause you know, Deadpool's about shooting people, stabbing people, you know, yeah. and it'd be cool to see him break the fourth wall and be like, Oh wait, I forgot. This isn't my franchise. Like I can't say fuck in here. Like, 
like that type of stuff. But I mean, it's a huge rumor, and like the only reason I'm bringing it up is because it's picking up steam and it's like getting updated, which is really weird. Um, I'm usually hesitant with like adding rumors to our thing, but it's like they, these are like picking up steam, and like you know the Marvel Ultimates like that and this and you know knights of the old republic which is not confirmed either like it's just been picking up steam and yeah yeah i mean like the whole movie news this week has just been like a lot of hot stuff and like it's all new but nothing confirmed but like if we move on from like these rumors and go to falcon and winter soldier which is gonna be on disney plus you know i can't wait get, for that it finally got a director yeah and it's gonna be cool and she actually did you know the handmaid's tale and this new show on AMC called NOS 4A2, which is based on a book. And they're actually trying to look at an August release next year. So the fact that we got a director who's amazing, Handmaid's Tale, I love that show. And, you know, to top that on, we're also getting Daniel Broll to come back and Emily Van Camp. If you guys remember, Cap- well, not Captain Zemo, but Zemo and Sharon Carter, a.k.a. Agent 13, um, it's great to see them back, like especially with the scale of this movie. Like I probably I'm seeing like a political thriller, obviously, like you know Winter Soldier feel. But I mean, yeah. Kenna, what are your thoughts on this? I'm super pumped about this. I cannot wait to watch it. I love the Falcon. I love the Winter Soldier. Uh, I I think it's great that they're pulling in even more of the mythos and pre-established MCU characters with Emily Van Camp and uh, and Daniel uh, Zemo and Sharon. Um, I'm 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 beyond hype. I'm beyond pumped. I can't wait for the. I can't wait for it. Yeah, it's like really. I like this is gonna be the one of the. It's gonna be like the first one. I'm assuming of all these, uh, you know, like these, Disney Plus shows, and, you know, it's good to see those characters back. I wonder like how much of, are they gonna change it? All right, that's the thing. I don't know if someone who people that didn't see Endgame, but whatever. Um, are they gonna change the title? You know, spoiler alert. Like for Falcon and Winter Soldier, you know, is the shield tossing, handing down really going to be a, a key role? Like, is Winter Soldier going to wear new, like a new outfit? Because there's been rumors on that too. And will Buck, you know, will Falcon get a new costume, like related to Cap? Like, there's a lot of stuff we need to figure out. And the fact that we got a good director and six episodes, which I think is great. Perfect amount. I, I think it's like a limited series. You know what I mean? It's like going to get wrapped up and, you know, done. And Handmaid's Tale, like, Marvel, now that they have Disney backing up or had them, they can, like, spend the money for this. And it's really selling me on the streaming service, even though I'm already sold on it. Just the fact that (laughs) Endgame's on streaming service, like, on the streaming service by, like, November, December. And, you know, that's going to be awesome. And, you know, WandaVision's going to be next. You know, Mandalorian, I've already mentioned it so many times. Like, I'm excited for that. And what else is coming out? Um... WandaVision. Uh, There's rumors of Hawkeye. Hawkeye, yeah, that's a rumor. But I think Loki, Loki, Loki's already confirmed. See, like, yeah, Marvel, what if? Yeah, Marvel, what if? Which is, I'm very excited for that. And they actually said that the what if is going to be Peggy Carter being as Captain America for that. Yeah, that's a that's a great that's a great setup. Yeah, and I can't wait for that. And plus, I hope they get Haley Atwell to voice it. Yeah, that'd be a missed opportunity for her to do that. But, you know, Disney has our money. It always has. And it'll keep on going. But, you know, since we're wrapped up, we'll do, like, the bonus round. You know, A Quiet Place 2 was gonna, is going to have a sequel next year, but it's been actually released two, day, um, two months before. So, I mean, I guess that just shows, like, you know, the confidence in this new property. And it is John Krasinski who's going to direct it. 
So, I mean, I don't know if it's a new story of a new family or an actual I think I think he I think he's gone on the record saying that it will be a continuation. I feel like he said that. Yeah, no, I think it should be because you already have something established. Like, what are we gonna do with another family? Like another. Like, right, because is- it'll feel it'll feel a little contrived because like the whole premise was that you had to be quiet, um, mm-hmm. and one of the reasons and one of the reasons it worked was because their kid was a kid was deaf. But it's like, was the, if you make a new family, are you just gonna automatically have another deaf kid? Like I don't know. Like I feel like like you said, it, yeah, it makes more sense exactly. to just go off of what they've established already. Yeah, just build off of it, and you already, you know, you already earned like this story for like an hour and a half that it was, and you know, it, I think the smartest move to be is to really just move the story along, and the fact that they're bumping it up to March twentieth, two thousand twenty, I mean, that's just confidence right there, and you know. Oh, okay, if- you know, I just I just looked it up. It says mm-hmm. Emily Blunt will be in it. Yeah, but it also would focus on a new group, so I guess it's gonna be like a combination of like you'll see her. Fam- her character at some point interact with this new family okay that's not bad so it's, it's mean, like the it's like the best of both worlds then like whatever yeah. we don't know the extent of what she's gonna do but like we'll move on you know john wick chapter four john wick's making so much money it's like the highest grosser of its actual series and and it did it in 10 days so like john wick chapter three made 181 million compared to the 171 million of the previous film so I didn't see it yet. I mean, you told me it was really good. And like the fact that we said it earlier, it's going for a May 21st, 2021 release. It's going against a lot of competition, you know, especially if that's summer. And I mean, what are your thoughts on the whole John Wick series? Like you're ready for another fourth one? Because like fourth movies, even third movies are hard to pull off. You know? Yeah, I'm definitely ready for it. Um, it's definitely a bold gamble to to come out with a fourth one that fast, but at the same time, these films are keep getting bigger and bigger. Um, so it's kind of like, why wouldn't you make another one? I think can I think the premise is simple enough, but also like deep enough that you can keep going with it. I definitely think like it, it, it reminds me of the Uncharted series, the Uncharted video game series, where it was like you thought one through three was going to be it, and then they were like, oh, there's a, a fourth one for the PS4, and everyone was yeah. like, oh, is there? Like, and, it, and I remember like the fourth one ended up being like really fun and really good, um, but it also was like, okay, this is it. So like, I feel like the fourth. I love the f- series. I love, I love, I love each film, but I definitely feel like four is where like, all right, this this maybe should be actually be it. Like, make this balls to the wall, and then be like, this is it for now. Yeah, honestly, I think they should kill him off by this this uh, chapter four, in my opinion, just to end it. Because I don't know how much how much bigger the stakes could be. Like maybe they maybe they get out of New York, you know, get a new location. Because I think we've expanded. It's like, tough though, because in the third one, like one of the only, mm, I don't know. I feel like the, I feel like New York is such a like an integral component of it. Like well, yeah, because of the, the hotel and stuff. And, yeah, you know, that yeah. And the second lore. and third one, they they leave for a little bit. And then they come back, and I, and it's like do you, I don't know that they necessarily ha- should repeat that, but at the same time, I feel like it works. Where it's like New York is still important, but we see the continent, the continental, like Russia, the continental Hawaii. You know what I'm saying? Like you see yeah. these, like like the Marriott Inn from another country, the so, high table and all that. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I'm just, that's just my opinion. Like yet again, I still have to see like three. You know, see how that works out and. I like three for me personally. I mean, I really enjoyed it, but I feel like it wasn't as strong as one and two. I was going to say, what's your ranking for all these movies? I feel like, I feel like it's one, two, three. 
like I feel like, but I feel like one and two are really close. I feel like one excels in the combat. Um, I feel like like the gun, the gun, the gun foo of the first one just can't be beat. But the world building and like an overall like thematic presence of the second one makes it really, really close to the first one. And then the third one's really fun, but it gets a little bogged down by some of its elements. And yeah, I also feel like um, oh, what was I gonna say? I also feel like there was one thing that that really made me kind of go like, eh. Well, I just feel like some some of the stuff they some of the lore that they introduced kind of got a little. And I love when they introduce the lore. I love when they build on it. But in, in the third one, it kind of got a little bit like, eh. I mean, I guess. Yeah. So, the 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 fourth one is set up pretty well. Like, spoil. I mean, spoiler alert. But taking down the high table, like that's a good premise. But like he has to he has to go, get to go through with it in the in the fourth one because if they push it to the fifth one, it's like all right. Well, I mean. <laughs> yeah yeah he has to he has to it has to be about taking them down like it has he has to accomplish that in the fourth one and it has to be that has to be it yeah i mean like how much story could you have left and you know john wick i expected john wick to be a one and done movie to be honest and maybe actually just one and two like initially at most but now that it's blowing up and it's it's huge in pop culture for our generation today because it's it's in Fortnite now like it's back in Fortnite again for now yeah it's just nuts like i guess like I'm pers- I love John Wick, but I'm not like huge on it. But apparently, it's such an influential thing, I guess, in our generation, or like right now. But, yeah, that's it. Seems to be the case. Yeah, they make it sound like it's so huge. I'm like, damn, and it's making money. And I'm like, first, and they're obviously making their money back because it's such a small budget movie. It's yeah, not really yeah, yeah. much. And plus, like you know, Keanu does his own stunts, and he's already he already knows what he's doing, and he has the same stunt guys since the Matrix. <laughs> yeah. um but it's like some of the competition has got you got universal you know fast and furious 10 april 2nd tom and jerry what we mentioned before you know <laughs> april 16th in the last episode um you know untitled marvel films coming out may 7th dc super pets i don't know what that is and you got another untitled <laughs> and you have another untitled live action disney film so it's like <laughs> um you got jurassic world 3 june 11th you know, we got another untitled Pixar film, June 18th, Batman, Robert Pattinson, you know, June 25th, Indiana Jones 5. That's really actually going to happen? Fuck it. Um, Space Jam 2, like Mission Impossible 7, The <laughs> Suicide Squad. I'm like, damn. A, what are we, some type of The Suicide Squad? Yeah. <laughs> oh, please. I, I would pay money just for them to say that. <laughs> <laughs> just again. We're the suicide. Oh, my God. That line. Get the fuck out of here, Will Smith. <laughs> of course all is. i know is first in line dc super pets let's do this <laughs> what the fuck is that i'm about to look that up right now. it's an anime i just looked it up it's an animated movie about like crypto and uh crypto the super dog and i guess ace the bat hound and wonder woman's kangaroo jumper yeah i'm looking at it right now yeah I, I see listen i can't really i can't really talk shit because remember that titans movie that came out that was a cartoon yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, like let Titans go or something. I heard that was really good and like fun. I, I, st- I still want to watch it. I want them to add it to the damn freaking DC Universe app because I, w- I don't want to pay for it, but I want to watch yeah. it because I love the I love DC DC. I'm sorry, I love the Lego Batman movie because like yeah. it was animated, so they were allowed to have a lot of fun with it. And I, I heard that's what they did with Teen Titans Go, and that's why that was kind of entertaining. Yeah, so I want it, to. It really comments on like today. It's kind of like Deadpoolish, you know. That's what I heard. It was like really yeah. good things. I haven't really heard anything bad, but like the fact that like this summer's stacked, and they really want to use John Wick. Like, may, I was thinking maybe they release it in like January, where all these like low like that's where the mo- the movies that are apparently suckish are like in January releases. 
So like it would have no competition, but whatever. I mean, it already established its name. You know, fuck it. I really think this should be the definitive last one. Like I'm really, you know, cool with that. Um, we'll move on. You know, Craglin, he's the guy, you know, you remember Craglin from Guardians of the Galaxy. He was apparently in Endgame and he had Yondu's arrow attachment on his head, but he was cut from the main fight scene. So I think a lot of people forgot that the Ravagers were in the Endgame battle and they really, yeah, it, like, it was yeah. fast. It was fast. Yes. They didn't see him. Um, you know, Craglin was in it. I don't know. I, I don't have that much to say to it, but maybe it's in the deleted scenes. But what are your think? What are your thoughts on that, man? It's cool. I mean, just another ca- another character to add yeah. to that scene. I think he's still. I think you can still catch him if like you pause at the right moment for like a second. But I mean, he's already he already plays Rocket as like the actual person who does the like visual effects like stand in. Yeah, so yeah. That that I mean, there's so many characters that I think that's it. I, I'm okay with him being cut, but it's also cool to know that he was there. Yeah, and you know, moving on, Invisible Man. So like this whole like quote-unquote i guess dark universe bullshit um this is something know. that like we need to talk about on another episode because i'm very passionate about this but i, I just can't even i it's, it would take too much of our of our bonus bits so like i yeah. want to i want to revisit this because i'm very at i'm very very like invested in this well i'm in okay so i'm invested in it now and i'll tell our audience you know they're get they have upgrade director lee weinel and it's going to be released March 13th, 2020. But, I mean, listen, we'll keep it short because it's bonus round. Um, like, I, I'm excited because they're doing – it's it's by Jason Blum who's producing it. And they're trying to make it a small budget, which is great. So that's what they should do for this horror movie franchise. But, I mean, what's your quick thoughts yeah. on it? They, the Universal Monsters deserve so much respect and so much better treatment. And mm-hmm. – I definitely think this is going on the right track, but even then I'm not a hundred percent sure just because I feel like they're just trying to pump it out so bad and they want their own like universe, you know, and it's like, you were the OG, you were the original, like treat them with better respect, think this through, find better screenwriters, find better, like find your own Kevin Feige. If you really got to make this a universe and just plan things out a little bit slower and a little bit more dedicated. Yeah. And dude, it's a, and I, I agree with you because it's like we owe so much for them for cinema history, like these monsters. And now it's like a joke, but it's because my buddy used to work for, um, well, he used to work in like Cali and he saw like there was a whole dark universe office for Universal and it, now it's just like shut down. And it's like, oh, it's such a shame. It's a shame because they had like, you know, cool posters and like old school things designing the office. And he's like, dude, now it's just empty because how much a joke the mummy was. And I'm like, that's so sad. And they do deserve this honor. And, you know, they need to make it eat like small budget. That's it. It's a horror movie. It's not spectacle. It's not like be like be like the old Terminator. Like I said, I want the new Terminator to be like about character and fucking good development yeah. you know i mean yeah. jason blum he's good i like him for what he done he's done for horror movies so yeah i'm and lee weinel and upgrade was badass i'm confident it was like a better venom movie than venom <laughs> that is yeah no it literally is the better venom movie and like all right so like another tidbit is the sonic movie getting delayed to february 14 2020 you know to, to allow the visual effects team to really you know redesign the character um cool Whatever. If you really just need to do it, and paste his character model from like any of the games. It's not <laughs> dude, that hard, <laughs> dude. That's what I'm saying. Because you know, you see these fucking amateur fans doing it, and I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? Like now you're gonna put whatever. I thought it was gonna be like a three month process, 
And that's what the news outlets were running with. Like, oh, it's going to be three months, but yet again, I guess not. <laughs> like, whatever. It's, um, I don't even... Ugh. It's like, is it, 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 are that like that many people really going to be watching this movie? To be honest. Like, to now, be honest. now that it's being redesigned, there'll be yeah. people who are like, now we have to watch it. Yeah, because any publicity is the best publicity. Yeah. And that's the thing, like, not no disrespect to the Sonic fans. Like, Sonic wasn't, like... It, to me, like Sonic isn't big with today, like the like you know kids today. It was big with us, you know Dreamcast and all that stuff. But I didn't really think there was a market for today, because when yeah. I was when I was looking at the trailer, man, I'm like, okay, so Sonic, okay, that's for us, the character. But the way the trailer gives out the tone, I'm like, okay, so you're, you're catering to like new generations, like to make it funny and like you know silly. But I'm like, who are you making this movie for? You know, I, like I honestly end. think that's the biggest question, and I think no one on the film set asked that at any point. Yeah, and like the only reason I want to watch is because Jim Carrey. Like, whatever. I don't know. Um, you know, Sonic, whatever. Fuck it. I guess I'll see it. I, sh- I mean, if I gotta watch Pokemon first, and then same. You know, like <laughs> there's like a lot of movies I I should see, but I'm not like rushing to see. You know. Um, so like I'm gonna end it off today. You know, just a Batman rumor that's been going around. And there's actually been, like, it's kind of been growing because, like, some people are making concept art. But here's some, like, rumors on the Batman. They said it will be it will be filmed like a psychological murder mystery. And it's kind of like a whodunit situation where, you know, there's a murder in Gotham and all the villains are suspects in Batman's investigation. Um, Batman will come across these villains and will try to put it together of what happened, who is actually involved, blah, blah, blah. So they said that the film will be very point-driven, like Hitchcockian, and it's going through Bruce Wayne's point of view. Um, so like, it's, not like a re- it's, not like a re- it's not like a new movie, um, an origin movie. It's like he's been Batman for a while. But like the, the these rumors, which are like really kind of getting interesting, is that they were saying that Vanessa Hudgens is Catwoman, um, Theo Rossi is Bane, and Toby Kebbell as Scarecrow. So like they did say they want six villains, and you know, Cobblepot, aka the Penguin, was going to be there. Um, if they have Theo Rossi as Bane, that's cool. He's he's Hispanic, and he's from he's from Luke Cage, if you remember him. Yeah, and Toby Kebbell, I you know Toby Kebbell, um, if I remember, he was Doom in that really shitty Fantastic Four movie. Yeah, um, you know there was other rumors that Richard E. Grant was going to be eyed for as for Alfred, which is I think is a great casting. And you know, I mean, like just hearing these rumors, the fact that they're getting out there, who knows if it's true? And I wouldn't mind Vanessa Hudgens. I just got, I don't know the vision. That's the thing. But like the fact that they have Bane as Hispanic and like you know not being like a whitewashed character, which that catches my eye. And the fact that he's going Batman's gonna be investigating and talking to other villains, I can see why they're using six villains. So I mean, what are your things? What are your thoughts on these rumors going around? I hope it's real. It, it's like it sounds fantastic. It sounds it really does. exciting. It sounds mm-hmm. super like different in a good way i love the cat the cast sounds great i love like you just said i love that being in spanish mm-hmm. um i love everything about it but i mean i'm not like I, i'm not 100 percent sure about batman casting but everything about the premise and screw it vanessa hudgens as catwoman sign me up like let's do this I'm, i I want this i do like what's selling me the most on this is that he said psychological murder mystery yes like yes. that's oh my god it's Sign like me I'm, up. I'm literally gonna see the batman animated series on camera like finally 
Because I'm thinking about the I'm thinking about the Bale series. I'm like, when did he really become a detective? Unless that that one part where he was like trying to find the fingerprint on the bullet. Do you remember that? <laughs> yeah. I was like, wait. So you shoot cinder blocks and you magically find a fingerprint. I I was so lost. I don't know. Um. You know, my final thoughts on it. I'm cool with Vanessa Hudgens and. You know, if Anne Hathaway can do it, Vanessa Hudgens can do it. I'm not going to have that, like, I'm not going to have the fucking, like, high school musical stigma towards her. I mean, there's already enough backlash with Pattinson, which I'm, I'm, I have a different idea. I'm, like, kind of excited for it. So we'll see how that goes. But we have a long time before we oh, can yeah. this. Oh, yeah. Oh, my gosh. And this is just coming out like hotcakes. So it's like, whatever. But uh, any final thoughts, man, before we wrap this up? <sighs> I mean, we got a lot of good movies. We got a lot of okay movies, but either way, we always have something to talk about. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Well, I mean, that's what's been going on for this holiday weekend this past week. And guys, we're just going to wrap this up. This is Movie Talk. We're dropping this tomorrow on Wednesday. Well, because, you know, the whole holiday season, you know, fucked up the routine. We're going to go back to Mondays as usual. And hopefully, like, a lot of news comes out before time and again here. I'm sure, um, well. Yeah, I'm sure too. Like since everyone's off break and you know, we're going back to our work schedules. I'm pretty sure we'll get a lot of stuff. And guys, thank you for tuning in so much. Keanu, as always, thank you for tuning in with me. Thank you for having me. And so remember, episodes every Monday, guys. This week we are not having life talk. So I took off for that. But movie talk is only this week, no life talk. So life talk will be back next wednesday and we actually have the cast from the alien high school play that's been going around on the news so we have some cast members yep we have some cast members from there and i hope you guys can tune in and guys thank you so much so remember to follow us on instagram facebook or on stitcher apple podcast and spotify so i'll see you guys next